Hello, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Joy Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. This is a radio ministry, podcast ministry of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. We're thankful that you've tuned in today as we're preaching through God's Word. We're praying God's Word will speak to your heart as it's preached and taught from the pulpit of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. James chapter number 1. And uh, I've been praying and asking the Lord to lead me in the right place to keep preaching through his word, and uh, I really wanted to preach in 1 Corinthians, but God last week led me to James, and led me again to James this week, and I feel confident that James is where we need to be right now, but it's subject to change at any time, and I'm excited about preaching and sharing God's word with you. Lord willing, uh, we've just finished up, it's kind of an interesting moment for me in my preaching planning. Uh, I like my style, and I, it's no secret, I love to preach through the Bible, and I like to preach through passages of Scripture. That way, when I'm really just stepping on people's toes, all I can do is say, it's where we are. It's just God's Word. God's beating you to death. I had nothing to do with it. Uh, but at uh, any rate, I've just finished preaching through Romans. We just completed it. It's done. And just pre- finished preaching through uh, the book of John. And uh, so John, has. we've finished it this past Sunday. So Lord willing, on this coming Sunday, for however long it takes, it won't take very long, but uh, Lord willing, begin this Sunday, I'm going to start preaching on uh, the book of Ruth. We're gonna, I'm going to open and preach the book of Ruth, my favorite book of the Bible. Uh, Ruth is definitely my favorite character, and what a character she is, I'm telling you. Uh, and I like the Ruth in the Bible, too. She's a blessing, too. But at uh, any rate, Lord willing, on Sunday, I'll start preaching on Ruth, and uh, then uh, if the Lord continues to lead this way, we'll preach in the book of James. On Wednesday night, James chapter number one, we begin reading in verse number one. Our message is verses five through 11. But if you'll follow along, the Bible says in James chapter one, verse number one, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man, is unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich in that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withereth the grass, and the flower thereof falleth, and the grace of the fashion of it perisheth. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Look what the Bible says in verse number eight. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And tonight's message is titled that, A Double-Minded Man. May God help us not to be double-minded people. Now, when we look at the, the, at the context of this passage of Scripture, we see that uh, James is laying the groundwork to help the brethren, help the Christian people, 
deal with diverse temptations, trouble. Deal with trouble and difficulty and heartache and grief. And so he's helping us to deal with it. And the first thing he says is something that's a bit shocking. He says, brethren, in verse number two, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. That may be the first thing you thought about when you had a hard time this week already. You thought, oh, happy day. This is wonderful. I'm so joyful. It's not our temptation, but the Bible says it's not irrational, it's not wrong, it actually makes good sense as God's people to count it joy when you fall into temptation because in verse number three, we know that the trying of our faith works patience and patience when it has done its, her perfect work, she makes you perfect and entire. And so really and truly, trouble in the lives of Christians causes Christians to thrive, causes Christians to thrive. Now that's contrary to the world's logic. Let me tell you something. If you find out that what the Bible says is contrary to your common sense, then it's not the Bible that is wrong, it is your common sense that is in error. Now, the most commonsensical thing you could ever do is exactly what the Bible says to do. And so the Bible says we've got to get in a point of mind, a frame of mind, a faith of mind that says, look, I know that this trouble is difficult, but may God help me to have joy in the midst of it. You see, he says, count all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Because temptations and trouble make us patient and patience make us entire, perfect, complete, wanting nothing. And then the next thing we need to do in the midst of our troubles is verse number five. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth all men liberally and upbraideth not and it shall be given him. Now, I love that verse. Why in the world do you think that God inspired James to mention to us wisdom in the midst of troubles. Because I'll have you know something. It is often in the midst of troubles when we see and realize that there's not a lot of wisdom. People in trouble do some of the most ridiculous things. Someone told me one time, and I like the illustration. People are like tea bags. You don't know what's in them until you pour hot water on them. And truly, the content of who we are comes out when the heat is applied. And may the Lord help us to be wise. You see, the bottom line is in verse 5, if any of you lack wisdom... If there were a line that said, if any of you lack wisdom, you stand here. If any of you do not like wisdom, over here. Guess what? If you line up over here, you probably need to line up over here. Does that make sense? Bottom line is we all lack wisdom. We all need God to teach us. And so we have this necessity to pray. We have this necessity to seek God and seek God's wisdom, especially in light of trouble. We need to pray for wisdom, especially in the midst of our troubles. Not that we will have the wisdom necessarily just to get out of it, but that we'll have the wisdom to get out of it what God wants us to get out of it. I was reading in the commentary from 
Warren Wearsby, and he told a story of his secretary. His secretary was about 70 years old and very able, and her husband had gotten very sick, and then she had gotten very sick also, and they were going through a very difficult time. He said, I picked up the phone and called my secretary, and I said, I just want you to know that I'm praying for you and your husband. And her secretary, being a secretary, said, what are you praying? He said, well, I'm praying that God will give you strength that you need and help you. She said, would you please also pray that God will give us wisdom? And uh, he said, yes, I'd love to pray that God will give you wisdom. He said, may I ask why? And she said, you pray God will give us wisdom that we don't miss what he wants for us in the midst of this trouble. I like that. And that's what James chapter 1, verse number 5 is teaching us. If any man lacks wisdom in the midst of your trouble and your trial, you need to pray that God will give you the insight and the maturity to understand that he is not punishing you with trouble. He is allowing the trouble, even if it came because of something that the devil's done. He is allowing trouble. and He's going to use that trouble to make you better and help you. If any man lacks wisdom, then ask of God to give it to all men liberally and upbraideth not. I talked about this last Wednesday night, but upbraideth not. How many of you have ever been afraid to ask a question because you didn't want to feel or sound dumb? How many of you ever asked somebody a question and they made you feel dumb? Let me tell you something, God doesn't upbraid people. God doesn't treat you that way. He knows, already knows how dumb you are and loves you anyway. He knows you're dumber than you think you are. <laughs> but he don't upbraid you for it. He loves you just exactly the way you are. And he's honored when his children come to him for wisdom. He said, If any of you like wisdom, let me ask of God to give to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Boy, I love that promise. It shall be given him. Here's what the Bible says next. Verse number six. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Verse number eight, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Tonight's message, a double-minded man has two points. Number one, we're going to talk about a lesson about waves. Number two... We're going to talk about a lesson about grass. Waves and grass. Waves and grass. What's that have to do with being a double-minded man? I'm glad you asked. A double-minded man. God says, don't be a double-minded man. You'll be unstable in all your ways. Don't be a double-minded man. What's that mean? That means we need to singularly put our trust in the Lord in the midst of our troubles. How many of you have ever... Put your trust in the Lord a little bit here. Put your trust in a little bit of something here and a little bit of something there. It's kind of like we, 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 we're trying out so many different things just in case. I've made the joke sometimes, I do this just in case, you know. But that, that's, a, that's a joke. I, I've met and heard stories of people giving the gospel to Hindu people. And a Hindu person will sincerely receive verbally, receive Christ by faith as their Savior. They'll consent to whatever you say as a preacher 
Oh, you're a preacher? You know about Jesus? Yeah, I know about Jesus. If you'll pray and ask Jesus to come to your heart, and they'll do it. And you can give them a gospel track, but they'll take that gospel track and they'll put it in their shrine to all the other gods. And, and there's a gospel track along with all these other gods that they've bowed to. And they've got this religious philosophy that says, just in case. I'll trust in this just in case. I'll consent to this for a moment just in case. But I want you to understand something about the Lord Jesus Christ, the message of the Bible, the message of Christianity. There's only one Savior, and his name is Jesus. There's only one authority, and it's the Word of God. There's only one God, and he created everything that is, and his name is Jesus Christ. You see, faith in Christ is exclusive. It's not something you add on. And so the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Have you ever found yourself in real trouble? And for a moment, you're thinking about trusting the Lord. But then you see this little window of opportunity where you can manipulate the system or manipulate something or do something and act some way and maybe you can get what you want in the end. And so you're back and forth between your manipulation, your acting and trusting God, manipulating, acting, trusting God, trusting God, sinning, trusting God, sinning. Living for Jesus, living for the world. Living for Jesus, living for the material. Living for Jesus, living for... And you fill in the blank. And the Bible gives a picture of a double-minded man. He's unstable in all his ways. And so the scripture says in verse number six, you need wisdom. And so the Bible says you need to be praying and asking God for wisdom in faith. The Bible says in verse six, let him ask in faith nothing wavering for he that wavereth is like a wave of the wind of the sea driven with the wind and tossed a lesson about waves the bible says let him ask in faith nothing wavering now the first thing that some people want to do is say oh no i could never have wisdom i could never have god's blessing thank you for listening today to keep thy heart daily this is a ministry of faith of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. For more Bible preaching, visit us at ChilhoweeBaptistChurch.com or download our app wherever you get your apps, Chilhowee Baptist Church. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day.